Hi, everyone, and welcome to the meetup. This is the segment of our school's podcast, Press Play, where we discuss anything and everything related to student life. This week, we have Professor Ann Evans, a biology professor here at Thomas Nelson, and we will be discussing an assignment on masks and vaccines for her Biology 102 lecture class. We also have students joining us today. We have Jean Armstrong and Amanda Caldwell. I want to welcome you all to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Yes, we appreciate the opportunity. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you. So, Professor Evans, could you give us a little bit of background on this assignment? Yes. Uh, I will start by giving a background on, on my educational goals for my students. Um, I tell my students at the beginning of the semester that I have an ulterior motive. I'm teaching them, helping them to learn biology, but I want to also help them become active citizens. That's uh, been one of my goals ever since I started at Thomas Nelson. So for this assignment um, entitled Public Health versus Personal Freedom in the Time of COVID, I started out by uh, making note of the tension that's always been a part of the American experience between personal liberty and the common good. And that tension is very sharp right now because public health is an especially important part of the common good. So everyone knows that two topics that we really need to come to agreement about are the use of masks and the use of vaccines. I started by asking the students just a series of questions with links to news articles. For example, do we have a right to expect medical workers to do their jobs um, if we're not willing to help protect them. On the other hand, what about people who can't wear a mask because of health issues? What about businesses, and especially store employees? Why should they have to take abuse over uh, a mask mandate? Um, I also mentioned the fact that some people feel they have a right not to wear a mask, and I gave the students a link to an article that reviews uh, the Supreme Court's interpretation of the con Constitution um, that in terms of public health, um, there is a right to require citizens to participate in certain public health measures. Um, wearing masks is one of the most important things we can do right now. Um, and the only hope of becoming free of masks is vaccination. And that'll work only if a high proportion of the population gets vaccinated. So I asked my students to write a persuasive article um, in support of one of these health measures, wearing a mask, getting vaccinated. The students were required to use science facts in this persuasive article. And I also asked them to come up with a slogan. I thought that would be very difficult, but the students did a fabulous job on that. I further asked the students to imagine that they're writing for a general audience enhancing roads. 
And I did tell them in the assignment that I'm really looking forward to reading their work. And I was blown away at the level of the work that students turned in. And I'm happy for Jean and Amanda to share their work uh, with the podcast listeners. And we are definitely very excited to hear it. All right, who's up? I guess, uh, Jean, would you like to go first? Sure thing. Perfect. All right. So, no mask, no shirt, no shoes, no service. Why you should wear a mask and why businesses are requiring them. Masks are uncomfortable, they're hot, sweaty, and when they get damp, they're just downright unpleasant. Plus, you have to remember to grab them, don't leave them in the car. Everyone has enough to keep track of without dealing with a piece of cloth that seems more annoying than useful. So why are many local businesses, including large chains such as Walmart, forcing people to wear them, even though early this year they were saying not to wear masks? The answer, dear listeners, is as simple as the scientific method you all learned in school. At the beginning of the pandemic, we had not had the time to test all the hypotheses. Instead, the CDC gave advice on what they did know. They knew that medical workers would have a severe lack of supplies and that panicking the public would result in worse shortages for medical workers who were the priority in both containing and treating COVID. They were also unaware of the asymptomatic and pre-symptomatic spread of the virus. According to the World Health Organization, the extent of truly asymptomatic infection in the community remains unknown. Okay, you might say, that makes sense, but why should I have to wear one? Don't I have rights? You do. However, this is not the first time you've given up those rights to do what you please in order to receive service. You wear clothes to go out in public, right? You, should al you also put on shoes and you're wearing a shirt when entering most businesses. A mask should be seen as any different from any of the many small rules you use to conduct yourself while out in public. If you can handle wearing shoes while shopping, a mask shouldn't be much different. Fine, you might be saying, uh, crossing your arms angrily, but the mask is to prevent me from spreading it, right? So why should I wear one if I am healthy? Oh, listener, how I wish it was that simple. As mentioned earlier, asymptomatic spread is a problem. You may not cough once, but still be spreading the virus unknowingly, much like the historic typhoid Mary. If helping others is not enough incentive, recently Dr. Anthony Fauci admitted that he believes there is certainly a degree of aerosolization causing the coronavirus to spread, and although it's still being studied, while they're still studying just how much spread might be airborne, the possibility alone should make you want to run and put on two masks. But it's too hard to breathe. What if I suffocate? Ah, the health problem dilemma. Quite simply, if you do have a health condition that truly makes it impossible to wear a mask, the best thing to do would be simply to stay home and use the many delivery services to help with groceries and to work from home. If you must go out, you should at least try to wear the mask when you must be close to people and pull away from others if you need a moment to breathe. COVID preys on those with weaker lungs, and that means it should be your top priority to avoid catching it any way you can. In conclusion, wearing a mask benefits the public as a whole and is for your safety as well as others. It could be annoying, yes, but no more annoying than making sure you put on pants instead of pajamas before heading out to shop. A small amount of discomfort while shopping is nothing compared to the long-term effects of the virus, which have not even begun to be fully studied yet. Amazing. Wonderful. Professor Evans, you said these were going to be good, but that was great. <laughs> yes, very impressive. Thank you. Amanda, you have your work cut out for you. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I did enjoy that. I think I can't remember if I commented <laughs> on it when we did our assignment, but I enjoyed it a lot. Yes, yes, yes. Jean, I did want to ask you, what was the most interesting part of this assignment for you? Honestly, it was um, the most interesting part was being able to tie it into um, my everyday life because um, until recently I was working out in the public and we were trying to enforce a mask mandate and I've heard every excuse under the sun so it's exciting to be able to put scientific backing behind all of those excuses. Ah, yes, yes, yes. All right, next up, Amanda, the floor is yours. Thank you. All right, mine's called Bask in the Mask. As experts continue to learn about COVID-19 and the virus that it causes, advice to the general public has changed and evolved. Masking in, in particular has become a point of contention. Early on, US authorities actually advised against wearing them. We didn't know as much then about the virus's incubation period or how it spreads. So there wasn't a consensus on how effective masking would be across the general population. There was also a shortage of surgical and N95 masks, which were desperately needed by medical providers on the front lines. We now know that people who are pre-symptomatic or asymptomatic can infect others. There are studies showing that cloth masks, while not necessarily as effective as medical grade styles, do significantly control droplet emissions from talking and coughing, etc., which slows the spread to others. We also see lower growth and death rates in areas that implement mandatory masking. At this point, the CDC and World Health Organization and other leading experts are urging the general public to mask, and many states, including Virginia, have implemented mask mandates in certain public places. Masks aren't an isolated magic solution. The virus can still be transmitted through the eyes, which a mask doesn't prevent. In general, evidence points more toward masking as source control or stopping the spread of spread to others um, more so than preventing infection to yourself, though you do still lower your overall chances of catching the disease by wearing one. Additionally, while it's been disproven that wearing a mask impedes oxygen intake or hinders breathing generally, there are people who have legitimate medical or mental health reasons preventing them from being able to wear one. But as cited in one of my sources, the latest forecast from the Institute of Health and Met Health Metrics and Evaluation suggests that 33,000 deaths could be avoided by October 1st if 95% of people wore masks in public. So if you can, bask in the mask. Combined with social distancing, hand washing, and disinfecting practices, masks are a tool we can use to keep ourselves and others as healthy as possible. What's the best mask for you? You'll want to select something comfortable and made of breathable material, preferably with two or more layers that fits well with no gaps. Make sure it covers your nose and mouth and don't wear it in any alternate ways, such as below your nose or around your neck. Handle only by the straps and loops while, when putting it on or taking it off and avoid touching your face. Wash your mask regularly with your normal laundry if using a cloth version. We can all do our part to slow the spread of COVID-19 which buys scientists more time to develop a vaccine. Amazing work, Amanda. Really, really nice. I like how you showcase both sides of the debate as well as you provided tips um, and suggestions for, for citizens. Great work. A question for you. So after completing this assignment, what do you feel is the most important takeaway message? I really would like to see people 
coming together to come to a solution. And this, these things, these measures are most effective when most people are doing them. And so having to fight the people who are making all these excuses, it makes it difficult to actually have an effective outcome. So I'd like to see more people just getting on board with this and doing it, even if they don't think it's worthwhile, just do it to make a difference. Wonderful, wonderful. Professor Evans, I can only imagine the struggle that you have when you have such great student work. <laughs> A's across the board, everyone. <laughs> I want to thank Professor Evans, as well as Jean Armstrong and Amanda Caldwell for joining us here today. I really, really appreciate you guys. And again, you did some outstanding work. So that's it for today's meetup. Everyone, again, I'm your host, Deborah Godet. I want to thank you for tuning in, and I'll catch you at the next meetup.